This is Jordan Beale, and this is the seventh theory, learning how to play by ear in Maricall 20-something. Uh, what room are we in? 201. 201. Sweet. All right. So let me first ask, before I do a little introduction, let me first ask, how many of you want to be able to play by ear? You hear a song and you can play it. How many of you think that would be cool? All right, the last class in literally like 55 minutes learned how. It was really cool. It's the, the fastest I've ever taught it, but they were getting it. It was so cool. Um, how many of you know my butt is going to be to somebody no matter what? So sorry. Um, how many of you do know music theory pretty well? You pretty much know your major scales. It's okay if not. This isn't like come to the altar. Just raise your hand if you know your music scales. I get a poll. Oh, most of you. Okay. All right, raise your hand if you're like, I know G, D, E minor, C, buddy. That's it. Good luck. That's you. Couple. Okay, that's fine. Hey, we're going to pray for you? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you should see a picture of my wife. You look identical here. It's actually freaky. i got to show you afterwards. It's weird. It's like she's here. I just keep looking at you like, Danielle? Okay. It's so weird. It's so weird. Everybody has a twin. You got one. All right, so here's what I'm going to teach you. How to hear a song and play it back. Now, when I've taught this in, in Christian environments and even secular environments, uh, I usually get a funny look, and I even get some comments, kind of some uh, downer comments, like, no, I'm never going to be able to do that. Well, uh, I happen to believe what the Word says, uh, so a man thinks in his heart, so he becomes. So guess what? If you think that way, then you can join Winnie the Pooh and his donkey friend, and, and yeah, oh, oh, Eeyore, right? And you won't be able to be that way. But if you say, you know what, Lord, you will help me, I'll work hard, we'll partner together, and I can do this, guess what? You'll be able to do this. So I have a two-year-old, right? So I was teaching her colors this last week. If my two-year-old can memorize red, blue, wed, orange, right, green, brown, black, if she can memorize 12 colors and she's two, y'all can memorize seven numbers because you're adults. I promise you. I promise you. Okay? It's that easy. It is that easy to play by ear, and I'll show you. Um, quick commercial. Uh, I've always been to be an inventor since I was a kid, so um, I was taking a USB drive over to our tech department at 10.30 on a Wednesday night, and I was like, this is stupid, this should be easier. So I created an app called Podcast Q. Uh, in three steps, you can record, edit, and publish your podcast. So your pastor can do that right from the pulpit. And uh, no, no computer, 30 bucks, it'll save you a lot of money and a lot of time. The old step was 17 steps. This is three steps from your iPhone. So check that out. All right, commercial's over. So I wanted to, I go to school, and they give me the number system, but they gave me every augmented chord, diminished chord, dominant seventh chord, major seventh chord, and it's just like, it was like an Excel spreadsheet, and I'm just like, I think I crapped myself just looking at it. Like, I'm like, there's no way, right? But here's the thing. I boiled it down to seven numbers, right? So I made this curriculum uh, years ago. I finally put it on DVD. I call it the seventh theory, so that you can understand I don't care if you give me Leona Lewis, Taylor Swift, Steve Fee, Chris Tomlin. You give me any artist, any song, and there's seven chords. There's only seven, and there's often only four. Okay? There's often only four. Um, it, there's only seven. The only time there's not is in, like, jazz music, right? Then you might have, like, a major seventh, and you can hear the seventh, seven, but that's, like, never in worship music. Um, so I'm going to keep it really easy, and it's just seven. So everybody say Seven. All right, so here we go. So I want you to take a listen to this, right? We're going to start with the key of C. We'll be here for about 20 minutes, then we'll go to another key. So here's the key of C. How many of you guys recognize this song? Right? What song is that? All right. But 
It's not C, D minor, E minor, F. It is, but what it actually is is one. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. So everybody say this with me. One, two, three, four. And if you're a singer, sing it with me. One, two, three, four. All right? Now, I'm going to teach you to memorize the sound of each number. Right? I'm going to memorize. If my two-year-old can memorize orange, you can do this. I promise you. Okay? The six is always sad. Everybody say the six. The six. It's sad. It's sad. Okay? So watch. Right? Right? Jason Upton. Chris Tomlin. Right? Bethel. <laughs> Steve Fee. You get the idea, right? We got sad, minor six. The two, three, six are always minor. This stuff is on your, on your page right here. Uh, first page. You know, I ran out. The, the last thing was full, and I ran out. Oh, yeah, you can download these free. Good question. Go to thesevenththeory.com. I just sell the, the DVD with the workbook. Um, I Honestly, it like cost me to make, it, make the stuff um, downloadable for purchase, so I'm like, forget it. I'll just give it away. So the7theory.com, it's, that's the numeric seven, and you can download it free. It just says right there, download ebook, you know, download guitar workbook, download uh, piano workbook. But I do go through this on here, um, and there's 75, but I'm actually doing buy one, get one free, because I just want a lot of people to have it. So here we go. Um, you're going to memorize the sound of the numbers. So the one, four, five are always major. Major is happy, okay? Let's listen to the sound, right? Happy. Sad. Grandma made us cookies. Grandma fell down the stairs. You know what I'm saying? I know. It's kind of sadistic. Sorry. Happy. Everybody say happy. Everybody say happy. Major. Everybody say happy. Major. Everybody say sad. Minor. Everybody just be depressed with me. Sad. Minor. Okay. That's the sound of a difference between a major and a minor. And if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty of it, a major chord is the one, three, five. Okay, so if you've got your notes, just circle. You know what? Let's see if I've got any more of these. I feel so bad I ran out. I printed a ton, and they're all gone. You, somebody can have my teacher one. Want it? Okay. Circle um, the one, three, five, or if you just got a pen and some notepad, just write these numbers, write these chords. C. Whoa. You guys hear that? Sorry, I had to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, C, D minor, E minor. This is, again, if you don't have a notepad. If you have, an, if you have the notes, just look at it. But for all of you who don't, uh, F, number five is G. Okay, that F note is going to kill me. It won't go away. It's a siren. A minor, G over B. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All right, and um, C. All right, so go ahead and number those one through eight, and that's the that's the simplicity of uh, of a scale. It's one through eight. Okay, the eight is the same as the one. It's called the octave. We're gonna say octave. octave. Okay, so when you hear this, right? That's an octave, right? All right, so you're gonna memorize the sound of the numbers. The one sounds like the song could be over. You're 30% more likely to remember something if you say it out loud. So ready? Everybody say this with me. The one, the one. song could be over. Song could be over. So everybody hear this? 
In fact, there's an old story. Mozart and Beethoven were hanging out together, which is physically impossible. But they were hanging out, right? And so Mozart went to the piano, and he went like this. Then he went. And then he left. And Beethoven had to come downstairs and go. Because he, he, couldn't, he couldn't handle it, right? Okay? That's the, that's the five over seven is always tension, right? Right before the one. Because the one, the song could be over. So one more time. The one, the song could be over. Two minor is a step above, and it's sad and delightful. Everybody say sad and delightful. delightful. Alright, the two minor is like you're out to eat, right? Okay, you're hearing some little little jazz music or something. Three minor is ominous and sad. So everybody say three minor. Three minor. Ominous and sad. sad. Alright, I know some of this stuff sounds silly, but if you memorize it, you will you will be so glad. Let me give you an example. Who grew up in the 90s? A little Evanescence. Right? That's the sound of the three minor. I don't know where my sustain pedal is. Right? Hear that? Three? The three is like only sounds like the three. It is the, it is the only the three. There's no other chord that sounds like that. Okay? So everybody say three. Three. Ominous and sad. Okay, the four is happy. Everybody say happy. Happy. Okay, but say happy but not powerful. Okay, let me give you an example. The four is, here comes the bright. One, four for four, one, five for four. Everybody say it's only one. Four, four, four. I know y'all are singers. Come on. One, four, four, four. One, five, four, four. Okay, ready? What TV show? Yeah, that's one, six, four. So every time you hear that, it's so annoying. It's like one, six, four. Right? I just want to go to the piano and be like, All right. Okay, so that's the sound of the four. The five, powerful, in your face, but happy. Okay, so everybody say five. Five. Powerful, powerful. in your face. Happy, triumphant. Okay, so let me give you an example. Even if you're playing sad, or, or like a ballad, right? If you do that, isn't it like, it's like there should be some kettle drums, right? It's, it's powerful. Now listen for the six minor, is the next one, of course, sad. Right? Let it rain, right? Let it rain. It's a sad minor. Okay, everybody hear that? Everybody say six minor. Sad. Okay, five over seven. Tension. Everybody say tension. tension. That's the Mozart joke that I talked about a second ago. So it's the sound of this. Like if you ended a song there, your church would probably just start throwing stones at you, you know? Like they're going to wait for you to either go to the four or the one. All right, so we're going to review and then I'm going to test you. Then we're going to apply it to some songs that you know. And some songs that I don't know, you can throw at me. So here we go. So we're going to review first. Don't worry. I'm going to help you. Okay? So this is the one. Everybody say one. Song could be over. Okay. Two minor. Up a little, and it's delightful. Just be cheesy with me. Come on. You know you want to. All right? Three minor. Ominous. It's kind of weird, especially if you hear it next to the one. Watch. 
Isn't that a weird chord? So if you ever, you guys ever hear a song and you're like, what is that weird chord? It's the three. Okay? All right, so here we go. Now it gets to the four. It's happy. Everybody say happy. Okay. Five is triumphant. Powerful, in your face. Six minor, sad. Now the other way to identify the six is that if you can just walk down the steps. Hear that? Here's the one, one, seven, six. So this is what I do. I ask myself, here, where's the one? And how far away is that sad chord? If that sad chord is up a little, it's the two or three. If it's down, like to my left, it's the six. So only the two, three, and six are minor, unless you're Coldplay. Coldplay does a five uh, minor, and it's really weird, right? Okay, so anyway. Um, yeah, that's the six. Five over seven, tension. Everybody say tension. And one. Hear that? Okay, so close your eyes. Don't worry, it's not a weird thing. All right, close your eyes. We're going to do yoga. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so this is the one. Everybody say one. Nobody cheat and look at my hands. Everybody close your eyes. This is the one. Okay, so I want you to hold up the number. You're all wrong. Okay. <laughs> we got one right in the back. All right, hold it up. Oh, we got two right? All right, everybody look up here. Okay, now, why did you, tell, tell the class, why did you get guess six? Why did you get it right? You got it. Okay, that's, now that's an important thing I didn't share yet. In numbers, you are listening for two things. The first thing you're listening for is the bass line. That's the heart and soul. That's the meat and potatoes of the song. Okay? The guitar riffs, the violin riffs, all that stuff. Think of it in your right. Think of it in your right ear. Compartmentalize it. All you men who are just you're only listening to what you, what you want to hear from your wife, you compartmentalize. That's what all you're going to do. You're going to compartmentalize the guitar riff on the right. All right? So when you hear like, forever he is glorified, right? Forever he, right? That's, don't ignore that. That's the riff. That's the melody. You're listening for this. Hear that? That's the one song could be over. Hear that? What's that? That's okay. All right, now, when I go to this, hold a number up. What's that? Five. You got a good ear. Why did you think it was a five? I, I do it with a different system. Okay. But it's solfege. I, I hear the so. Oh, yeah. So, Tommy Rado. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. How many thought powerful? Triumphant. Right? How many of your eyebrows went up? That always happens. It's really, it's really cute when I do this with kids. I say, I say make, a, make a face. And so I'll go like this and they'll go. And I, every time I do the five, they go. I'm like, see, your eyebrows went up. So when you're listening to a song and your eyebrows go up, that's the five. All right, the six, sad. All right, so here we go. Close your eyes. I'm going to test you again. You're asking yourself two questions. Is it far away or close? Did I go up or down? Okay? Three questions, actually. You're asking, is it happy or sad as well? So here we go. Now remember, this is the one. This is the one. Okay, this is the one. Raise your hand with the number. You guys all got it right. This always happens. That's the two. Some of you guessed the four. Now, the reason why the four and the two are, inter- are interchangeable, okay, because the four chord, right, is always, uh, always has those, those three numbers in it, the one, three, five. So let's say in this case, F, A, C. Well, the D minor chord has D, F, A. So you've got F and A in both of those chords. 
So how many of you like to be songwriters? You want to be a songwriter or you are a songwriter? The number system, the seventh theory, will help you immensely. Because I, I have songwriters come to me all the time as a producer. They'll show me a song as seven minutes of C, G, A minor, F. Right? It's like seven minutes. Like if I hear that progression one more time, I'm going to lose it. Right? So what do I do? I'll change out the four with the two to change it up. I'll change out the six with the one because they're interchangeable. So let me give you an example. Take your pens. I want you to put a big circle around the one and the six. Doesn't matter what key at all. You can just do the numbers. You can pick a key, any key. Circle the one and the six. Those are interchangeable. Okay? So let's say you wrote a song and it went A minor, F, C, G. Well, instead of A minor, change it for a C. And all of a sudden, it'll change your song drastically. If you have a song that's an F, go change it to a D minor. Okay? Get that? All right, now put a box... Put a box around the 5 and 3 minor and 5 over 7. Those three are interchangeable. So let's say you have a song like um, that goes like this. Right? Change it up. And that'll change it a lot. And the vocal doesn't have to change. Okay? 5, 3, everybody say it with me. 5, five. Three, 3, and 5 over 7. Interchangeable. So just put a box around it, and you can kind of associate, and you can see those are interchangeable. All right, so let's, let's keep going with the ear test, and then we'll apply it to some songs that you all know. Um, close your eyes. This is the one. Everybody say one. Holy cow, that's a big TV. Sorry, ADD. All right, here we go. That's the one. Dude, I'm like shiny object. I get distracted. All right, here we go. That's the one. Hold your hand up. All right, now, hold on. Some of you got it right and some of you got it wrong, so I want you to look at your notes. I want to ask yourself, I want you to ask yourself, what adjectives were described there? Was it happy or was it powerful? Was it ominous? It was, everybody said ominous. Isn't that interesting? You all said, I said it was ominous and you all said ominous. So if you go by my training, that's the three. So guess what? You pick up your instrument and you can put in whatever key you want to. So let's say... That's a lot of singer-songwriter stuff, a lot of three minors in folk music, um, sometimes R&B, but usually just like folky singer-songwriters. People who are like, it's really sad. You know, there's like, my girlfriend left me. Oh, three minors. So that's how that goes. All right, that was pretty good. Let's go ahead and apply it to um, a song, because I taught you, let's see, do we go through each of the numbers? Yeah, so let's apply it to a song. I want to start with a song that probably everybody knows. I picked four songs that have been on the radio that like everybody knows, the first one being new, the last three being older so look at forever it's not really neat because i like all my charts on one page and you know how it is when you print this stuff it's like three pages and i don't like musicians flipping pages so oh no it's okay all right so when you look at that you see forever uh i think it's in c there yeah right so when you hear this we sing hallelujah it's a little low for me but we sing hallelujah, right? We sing hallelujah. The lamb is overcome. Now, how many of you play this song? Raise your hand. But here's the kicker. I guarantee most of you musicians go like this. Right? Stuck to their page, right? I still have musicians that do that. I have some new musicians I'm just training, and they're still, right? Right? 
how many guys have musicians are stuck to your page? They're stuck, they're stuck to their page, right? All right, the thing is, let me teach you how to get them to not be stuck to their page, but actually enjoy what they're doing, especially if they look constipated. You know, they're just, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? And don't even lie, some of y'all look constipated, like 40, 45 minutes. It's just like... All right, so, so tip number one, smile a little. I got that tip from Lyndall Cooley. He helped me out. He's like, dude, smile. Okay, um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh, memorize the chart. So let me give you an example. I'm going to borrow this. I'm going to borrow this. I'm going to borrow this and this. Thanks for volunteering. All right, this is not hard. Ready? All right, I'm going to show you guys how smart you are. Everybody list these in a row. Well, not y'all, because it's going to be backwards. But all of you guys, say these out loud. What is that? Flour, coffee, CD, water. One more time. Flour, coffee, CD, water. One more time. All right. Now, you just memorized this song. It's that easy. So if I were to say now, what are they? Whose is this? Oh, cool. Whose is this? Okay. All right. So what were they? That's how easy it is to memorize a song. Your grace is enough forever. How he loves. Give us clean hands. A million songs are four chords. Okay? So if you can memorize that, it doesn't make sense for you or your musicians to stare at your charts if it's only four chords. Right? Because that, I mean, that'd be like me telling you, you see these four items? Memorize them for 10 minutes. I'm going to be right back. Right? That's kind of like what that's saying. But y'all memorized it in like four seconds, didn't you? That's how easy it is to memorize a song. Okay? So when you look at a song, associate the numbers, and then tell yourself, I'm playing one, five, six, four. Or maybe it's one, four, five. Right? It's that easy. So let's look at the next song. Flip the page. Oldie but goodie. I can only imagine. Or what do I have next? Oh, your grace is enough. Let's do that first. All right? Old school song. The reason I like to use this song is because it incorporates all of the numbers. All right, so when you see that A, you see the number next to it? One, right? That means it's the key. All right, now the other way that you know it's the key is because you remember step one when we opened, I said memorize the scales. You have to memorize the scales. So if you come to the conference and you sit for an hour and you're like, that was good, but then you don't go home and memorize the scales, you just, you wasted an hour, right? You're never going to get back. It's forever gone. So memorize the scales be a good steward of the talent God gave you and memorize the scales. I can't say this enough. Memorize the scales. All right. So when you're in the key of A, then you see one over three. It's A over C sharp. You hear that? How many can hear that? Okay, what's this sound like? Four, right? So here we go. Great is your faithfulness, O God. So what numbers did we hear? One. One over three and four. Now, did I explain what one over three or five over seven means? Two things together? Okay, let me explain that. One over three just means the bass line is on the right, the chord is on the left. It's that easy. So if you're a piano player, you're going to play the note on the right with your left hand. Hear the change? Right hand stayed the same. Oh, that sounds like John Lennon or something. But, uh, or Elton John, whatever his name is. So here we go. One, one over three. Do you hear that change? So that's just like this. One slash three. Right? Baseline on the right. Everybody say baseline on the right. Baseline on the right. 
chord on the left. My, by the way, like we have a cellist at our church. She has to play the bass line unless she goes up high. So it's not just the bass. It's also any low instrument, cello, or even if you have a guitar player who has like a Les Paul and a Marshall stack and he's like, that guy, he's probably, <laughs> he just goes, that's me. No, you're going to play the, the thing on the left, right? Sometimes. And if you move up the neck, then you're going to play with the band. But bass line is bass line. So it can be different. So one, one over three, four. And then it goes to the six. You wrestle with the sinner's heart. Four. Did you hear that? Six. You hear the sad chord? You hear that sad? Who thinks it's sad? Okay. Five. And four. And then the chorus is really easy. All right, five. All right, so one, five. Sound triumphant? Six minors, does it sound sad? Four. Get it? Who's getting it? Raise your hand. Half of you? All right, I'll slow down a little bit. Let's um, transpose this before we go to the next song. What time do we start? 7.40. What time do I have to be done again? 12.40. Oh, man, this goes so fast. All right, let's transpose this real quick. See those numbers? I want you to look at your number system on page one, and if you don't have it, I'll just tell it to you. Let's put this in the key of C. Okay? If you have one, then you just say, what's the one of C? C. So next chord in that, in that song was one over three. So what's the one over three of C? C over E. Right? So everybody look at my hand for a second because this confuses a lot of people. If you're, if you're playing piano, C, only your left hand is moving. You know what I'm saying? Bass line moves to the E. Okay. Next chord is a four. So now you're looking, what's the four of C? F. You got it. Make sense? Now, again, all of these have sounds. Even though it's a different key, it's literally the same sound. Let me give you an example. Here's back in A. All right, now here's in C. Didn't it sound exactly the same, just a little higher? So that's why this song is not A, A over C sharp, D. It's 1, 1 over 3, 4. You have to train yourself to think numbers. All right, so let, let's look at the chorus now. The chorus is 1, 5, 6, 4. All right, so for a free DVD, who wants to tell me what those numbers are in C? You got it. Give them a hand, guys. All right. C, C, G, A minor, F. So that's how easy it is to transpose a song. How many of you guys have ever wanted to play a song, but it was out of your range? It was a little too high. All of us, right? Right? Some of you are like, no, actually, I'm like Mariah Carey. I can just sing it up. No, all of us, right? So here's what you do. You look at the numbers of that, of that song, right? You write the numbers. This is a three-step process. You write the numbers, look at the new key, write the chords that goes to those numbers. It's that easy. Okay? So write the numbers, look at those numbers in the new key, write the numbers. Now, yeah, oh, you capo, exactly. <laughs> I, they were laughing in the last class. I said, unless you want to cheat and be like an acoustic player for the capo one, or if you really want to cheat and be an electric guitar player, throw the wah pedal on. Just waka waka. I don't know what's happening, but waka waka waka, right? Dude, I straight up told Lindell, I straight up told, in college, the guitar player for Brownsville had broke his hand. 
So it's actually um, turns to be kind of a God thing because I had to play for him now, and this is where I really learned. Because his assistant is giving me charts with one, three diamond, two dash. I'm like, what the crap is this? This is not music. You know, I'm just like, what is this? And she's like, oh, that's the number system you've been learning. I'm like, yeah, for like the last week, you know. But I had to, I had to force myself to think numbers, and that's how all of their music was in Brownsville. It's all numbers. And so it taught me to go with the flow, too, because they would just turn around and shout, you know, or not shout. They would just turn around and go 641, and I had to think through 641. Okay, A minor, F, C, here we go, and play it. Now, here's the great thing. I, I think I forgot to mention in the last class because this is, like, so hard to teach in one hour. The number system, the biggest benefit for you as a worship leader is you can be led by the Spirit, and it is so fun, right? So here's the deal. I don't want to get all, like, I don't want to preach a sermon, but here's the thing. It's one thing to sing songs. It's another thing to lead worship. Right. So everywhere we've when we go somewhere, I got the same comment for 11 years. Whoa, we, right. We we worship the Holy Spirit is here. Right. That's what our prayer. That's the, like the M.O. Of, of our band. It's to lead people. It's to inspire people to love Jesus more. That's the M.O. of us. How do we do that? Because we play all the songs perfectly. No. How many of you have ever heard songs played perfectly and you're like bored out of your mind or you're not connecting or whatever. Right. Now, you, I know it's like not just their job. It's your job to connect as a worshiper on your own. I get that. But the Holy Spirit's role has been and always will be to point to Jesus. Look at John 14. I could show you all kinds of examples. His role is to give glory to Jesus. So guess who you should be following? The Holy Spirit. Right? Always. So that's why in the middle of a song or middle of a set, the Holy Spirit can lead us and we can sing a new song, a spontaneous song, or we can go to How Great Thou Art, and I can have a 15-year-old that I just taught last month. And I can, turn, I, can, I can just go like this, and he's with me. Happens every week. They're, they're with me. I just hold up a couple numbers, and they're with me. Okay? So I want you all to be able to do that too, but it, it takes intentionality. It takes you memorizing the scales, meeting with your worship team to memorize the scales, and having them um, associate those numbers. So you can literally do what I've been doing with you, or you could take the DVD and do it with them. There's, there's four sessions with me and my worship band hammering this out with, with like the guitar angles up close so you can see what's going on. All right? So let's look at the next page. What's the next song? I can only imagine. All right. Who knows the scale of E? Who wants to say it out loud? All right? So if you've got a pen... Write this at the top of I Can Only Imagine. Go ahead. E of sharp, Wait, nice and slow. Okay, E of sharp, G sharp. Yeah. D, C sharp, D sharp, E. E, yeah. So the key signature of E has four sharps. If you saw it on a staff, right, you'd see these four sharps. F sharp, G sharp, C sharp, D sharp. How many of you play like you sight read? couple of you okay i don't either so welcome to the club all right so there's there's four sharps there so what you do is you memorize those are the seven now remember if my two-year-old can memorize 12 colors y'all can memorize seven notes i promise you you can okay so let's say you memorize those seven and when you see i can only imagine you see e it's the what giving you a big hint one when you see a it's the four, right? 
So here we go. I can only imagine, right, what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine. Hear that? One to four. Hear that? Okay. When you get to the chorus, so this is one four. When you do the chorus, you've got A, B, E. So what are those three numbers? Four, five, one. Who said that? You guys? Sweet. All right. Free CDs. Yay. Who else said that? Sweet. Here you go. Okay. Four, five, one. So that's easy. So that's it. That's the whole song. And again, this is going to help you connect big time. How, again, how many of you have been ever, you know, you've been stuck to your chart? We've all been there. Like, you know the song, you sang in your car a hundred times, but then all of a sudden you're, you're, before, you're in front of people, and what do you do? You're like, oh, what's the next chord? What's the next chord? Well, if you just think to yourself, one, four. Well, now you grab your guitar and you just go, right? You can connect. You can really worship. You can let your spirit really worship. You know, your mind isn't so focused on what you're going to do. Now your spirit you can really worship in spirit and in truth like Jesus talks about with that woman at the well. Okay? All right. Turn to the next page. Who's getting this? Raise your hand. All of you now. That's awesome. A little bit ago, it was a little scary. Y'all were like, uh-huh. Okay. Praise the Lord. All right, this is one of my favorite songs. This is from Vineyard. heard this when I was growing up. And um, I remember copying that Hungry book, you know, with a baby on it. Anybody remember that album? Nobody? So good, me and you, dude. Anyway, every song in there was like singable, scripturally sound, awesome. And so anyway, this was one of those songs, Praise the Lord. It's so easy. So before you even look at it, I want you to flip the paper over. Everybody flip the paper over. All right? So I'm going to play it for a second. I want you guys to tell me what the number is. And this time, just shout it out. Here's the key, by the way. Okay, hear that? Here we go. Praise the Lord. Okay, so what's this? Song could be over. Everybody say song could be over. That's the one. Okay, here we go. Praise the Lord. Five. Isn't that a big chord, right? Triumphant. So what's the five? Oh, my soul. It's happy, but it's not really life-changing, but it's happy. Right? So it's the four. Praise the Lord. Hear that? Praise the Lord, oh my soul, praise the Lord. Hear that? Hear that? Okay, so that's the whole song. Five, four, one. And, and the church sings that. It's beautiful because they just keep harmonizing and building, you know. It's so simple. So that's it. So you can change that to whatever key you want to by looking at the numbers and then applying them uh, correspondingly. All right, so let's take a song. And the last song, Everlasting God, I'll let you all figure out on your own because it also includes every chord. I gave you the actual chart, and then I gave you a chart that's empty, a vocal chart. And what I want you to do at home, kind of some homework, is this. You're going to take another key, and you're going to write it in that key. So remember the three steps. You're first going to look at the key of G, and you're going to write the numbers. So if you want to write this down, might be a good idea, or unless you just got good memory, write the numbers. All right? Write the numbers. Step two, look at a new key. Step three, apply the numbers, or apply those chords to that to that new chart. 
Okay? So let's have some fun. What's a song that, like, one of your favorite songs or maybe a song you'd like to play? Any song at all? Shake it off. <laughs> no. I don't. I can't. I think I've heard it, but I, any other song? Okay. All right. We just started playing that. Ten thousand reasons. Okay. So here we go. It's key of uh, G. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Right. Oh my soul. Okay. So how do I figure that out? Here you go. Bless the Lord. Does that sound like the song could be over? No. Right. Lord, there's a tension here that needs to be resolved. Right? So it's either the four or the six, right? So here we go. Bless the Lord. It sounds like the four. Oh, my soul. Song could be over. So what's that? Oh, you guys are getting it. I'm going to take over the world with my musical geniuses. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here we go. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. What's that? Whoa. I'm giving you a big hand. What's the 10? It's okay, guys. He's a little slow. That's why he's in the corner. Okay. I just put him over there. No, I'll just play. Okay. Oh, my soul. That's a sad chord. I think someone just died, right? Six. So what is it? Okay, it's a six. Ready? And that's it. That's like the whole song. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Five, six, worship his holy name. Now that's all Matt Redmond songs. Four, one. I'm not making fun of him. I love the guy. Five and one. Okay? So you just figured it out with me. Isn't that cool? Okay, now let's do the verse just for kicks. Ready? The sun comes up. Now this is tricky. All right, we're going to teach you to listen to right hand, left hand. You got it. You know where I'm going. That depends where, what, how you... Actually, there's two versions of this. There's one with the one sus to one and one with the four to one. The four is the same as one sus, pretty much. You follow what I'm saying? Okay, everybody ever heard this term sus? One sus? S-U-S, right? Suspended. So this is what it sounds like. I always show my kids this. It's suspended in the air. It's not resolved. So you hear that? Watch. So you got this chord... Suspended. Now it's resolved. I can't sleep until you play that next note. Now I can sleep. Thank you. I'm not going to punch you in the face. Suspended. Now I'm happy, right? Suspended. So that's the sound. That's the sound of the four. So you can either play this like this. The sun comes up, right? That's four. Or you can play one sus. Hear that? Guitar players do it all the time, even when you don't want them to. You know what I'm talking about, right? So there's a D chord, and they're like, D sus, and the band's playing this, and they're like, but I like my D sus, and you're like, you know what? I'm the worship player. I need you to play the F sharp, right? <laughs> Happens all the time. You get a guitar player, they're always like, dun, dun, dun. You know what I'm talking about. You all do it. And I'm like, that's not how the song goes. <laughs> the vocals are singing this note. You can't play that note. That sounds like this, right? Someone's like dying. So we don't want that. So anyway, that's the sound of the sus to the one, right? Sun comes up. It's a new day dawn. Ukulele. And then does that. 
da, 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 da. Again, ukulele. That's a little weird thing. But that's in the right hand, right? You're listening for the meat and potatoes of the song so you can instruct your band. Does everybody get it? All right. So um, I went and fast forward. Um, any questions? Yeah. Oh, those are why I put them in summer. That's it's a good question. I put these in order of priority. Again, when I got this in college, it was on three pages, included every key, E flat, B flat, the evil key. Um, you know, every key with every augmented, diminished, and all this craziness. Start with C. Make your life easy. Start with all the white keys. Okay? Start with C and just memorize. Now, when you're at home, again, let's say let's say you're memorizing. Just think to yourself, I'm not playing D minor. Say, I'm playing two. One, two, three, two, one. You know, tell yourself, even if you want to talk out loud, like, you, let your spouse think you're crazy. She probably already does. Okay? All right, so uh, another question. So that was a good question. Um, how about this? Tran- how about uh, modulating a song? Let me give you a really good tip. If you want to modulate a song in the middle of the song, you know, live, you're going to go to the 5 sus to 5 of the next key. Okay, so let me give you an example. So let's say you're going, um, okay, let's say, we'll go back to uh, Bless the Lord, right? So let's say you're going, put this in F for a second. Right? Right? And all of a sudden you're going to 5 sus to 5. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Your vocals will love you. If you hit the five sus to five of the next key. So everybody say that out loud. Five sus to five of the next key. That's all you got to do. And your whole band, your whole church will go with you. Have you guys ever had a key change train wreck? We've all been there, right? Like you're in F and you're like, okay, let's go, guys. And everyone's like, ah, right? All your singers, afterwards they're like, never do that again. Right, right. They start stabbing you. No, um, yeah. You never want to do that. You don't want to set up your musicians or your singers for failure. You want to set them up for success. So in your rehearsal and then live, you're going to insert a five sus to five, right, of the next key, and that's going to get you there. All your your mind will just go there. Even all the people who are not music musically trained or whatever out there, they're going to just go there. It's really neat. Any other questions? I, <laughs> I don't have four children. No, I had no. I I I, uh, I said this last time I, I was speaking, and um, where was where was this at? Oh, it was a Christmas event, and uh, I said uh, all the offering tonight goes to feed hungry children. Mine, right? No. <laughs> I've got I've got uh, four I've got four kids under uh, six. Joking aside, but um, uh, I know, and they're all girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pray for me. What? Do you? Oh, man. <laughs> Holy cow. All right, so her and I, we're just going to go vent to each other. We're just going to cry. Anybody have some tissues? No. Okay, so no, I do I do go to churches and do these workshops, and what's cool is it's not crammed into an hour. So what I actually do is I get the whole band on their instruments and walk them through. And I even walk them through voicings because that's what makes the sound great in a, in, when you're producing music in a studio or live. Because it doesn't make sense when your piano player is hammering things out here. And guess what your guitar player is doing? Hammering things out in the same voice. doesn't make sense. He should be up here playing that riff or something up high. 
right? Cello's here, bass is here, kick drum's here, snare is here, right? So I do those uh, workshops, and we can either do them overnight. Um, and whenever I do overnight, I actually love to just do an acoustic set. So like the, like the team will come in and go four to six, and then I'll, I'll do like a night of worship from like 7 to 8.30, and then do another training on Saturday if the worship leader feels it's needed. If they're like really behind musically, you, do, you should do two. But if they all are pretty good musically but don't understand numbers, then one session I'll do. So yeah, I, I would love to. But on that note, um, that is one of the reasons why I did this, because I kept saying no, because uh, obviously with family, you can only be gone so, so much. They're my number one ministry. Yeah, so I learned that in college, and I'll never forget that. But there is, uh, there is four sessions on here, the worship leader track, that is for you to put on with your team. I mean, like, there's no copyright problems. You, I don't care if you have 100 people in there. Put it in, and you can push pause, put everybody on their instrument, and hammer it out. I don't go through every key, obviously. It'd have to be, like, 10 DVDs to do that. But I go through at like three or four keys, talk through the numbers, I hold the numbers out, the band follows me, and then I explain how, just like I did today, all, all on here. But there's all, it's also a comprehensive learning how to play guitar uh, video and piano. So it's all crammed in. But. Any other questions at all? I'm an open book. Yeah? So what do you do on the rare occasion that you have a chord that doesn't fit the Give it the boot. <laughs> all right? Uh, oh, no, that's a good question. So that's, that's always going to be the 6-flat or the 7-flat, or the 3-dominant, 7. So let me give you an example. Uh, what's an example? Holy is the Lord, right? Holy is the Lord, God Almighty. Okay, that pre-chorus chord, that makes no sense. That A-dominant 7th, but he's from Texas, so he's allowed to do that, Right? So the, the two dominant seventh, and I can't explain sevenths. Uh, I won't have time to go into all that. But that's, it's, it's called an accidental. Which, it's a stupid name because the songwriter puts it there on purpose. <laughs> but it's called an accidental. So the uh, seventh flat is the sound of a, well, it's hard to describe, but you can definitely hear it. So let's say you're playing a song. This is the key. And you've got this crazy chord. You ever heard that? Right? It's a lot of orchestral songs. That's the 6 flat, 7 flat, 1. And you can hear, listen here. Because the 7 is right behind. Remember? So the 7 flat is one more. Yeah, so if you're in the key of C, it's B flat. So you can either boot it, which I'm kind of kidding, uh, but you can just, uh, it just depends on the song. You'd have to tell me and I can tell you what number it is. Or you can, you can look at that chart. So let's say you're in D, and you see a random um, C chord. Right? There's, no, there's no C in the D. It's a C sharp. But if you see a C chord, it's a 7 flat. And those are often. That, you know, I shouldn't say often. They're sometimes. Right? So they're seldom there, but they're, they're, they're there. And it's not an accident, usually. It's, it's called an accidental, but the songwriter wants you to play it. But again... I always say this, too, though, to worship leaders. You're the worship leader. So, you know, if you don't like that chord, don't play it. I do it all the time. I'll have a, and I just, I'll just take a chord. Th- th- it's not like they're there. You know what I mean? Like, if Matt Redman was right there, what am I going to be like, dude, that third chord, bad choice. 
No, no, I would never do that, right? But they're not there. They don't care. So they just, they're just honored that you're doing their song. So. Any other random questions about the class at all? Who learned anything? Good, good. Um, I put out some free CDs, and if you didn't get one, um, just because I've always noticed the Lord has, has uh, blessed our ministry, um, and I've just always given my music away when I can. Um, at events, obviously, we sell them and stuff, but things like this, you know, my heart is to, um, is to resource people. When I was 16, and I was listening to Delirious every night, God put a, a desire in my heart to write songs for the church. I'll never forget that. Every night, if you listen to Did You Feel the Mountains Tremble and Lord, You Have My Heart, and I just would say, Lord, I want to write songs like this that like the nations sing. So that's been my heart. That's why I started Innovate Records. That's why I produce Christian artists. This is a Christmas album. Um, in fact, one of these had radio airplay nationally, which is really neat, Manger of the Cross. But um, I'm giving you these all away because my goal, again, is to resource the church. Not to make money. My goal is to resource the church. So if you'd like any of these, just come grab one. This is the studio Christmas album. This is a live album. This blue guy here with live strings and all that good stuff. And then here's some more CDs. I just brought some stuff. Sound good?